Welcome to the Scalar Learning Podcast, the ultimate education show on the forefront of the burgeoning edtech revolution. Join us each week as we interview the most cutting-edge edtech companies, content creators, and curriculum developers across the planet. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Scalar Learning Podcast. I'm your host, Huzaifa, as always. And today, we are talking to somebody who has a piece of education technology that is just... I can't even describe it in words how relevant it is to what's happening in the world right now with the crisis surrounding the coronavirus or COVID-19. And it is... I'm so excited to talk to this company and this individual uh, because it's actually education technology that could lead to preventative care uh, for, uh, for or, or potentially a, a vaccine or th- you know things like that to, to what we're dealing with right now, where students have a chance to get involved in the process and actually contribute po- real solutions. I'm not talking about just hey maybe some, a little bit of commentary or things like that. I'm saying real solutions. It's just mind blowing what they do, and the company is called Foldit. Okay, so Foldit is a revolutionary scientific discovery game that allows players to contribute bio to biochemistry by folding and designing proteins and. I am by no means a, a biochemist uh, or an expert or a scientist by any means, um, but I, from the videos that I've seen on, on their YouTube channel, my understanding is, look, this is all about understanding proteins and how they fold. Uh, it will determine whether they have positive or negative impacts uh, on the body and so on and so forth. And this obviously has direct relevance to COVID-19. But I don't want to talk about it because I'm probably going to probably already mess something up. I'm going to let our guest today, and it's Brian Kepnick, who is the lead scientist for Fold It. Without further ado, Brian, welcome to the show. Thanks, Josefa. Happy to be here. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for joining. So before we get into uh, the the way that this relates to what's going on in the world right now, just wanted to ask for you to give us the background of Fold It. How did it begin and why did it begin? Sure. Um, real briefly, I do want to correct you a little bit. Uh, Fold It's not a company. We are run by research scientists at universities uh, across the U.S., um, it is completely nonprofit, um, and we are researchers. So we are only interested in learning more about proteins and um, how they contribute to diseases, and how we can we can use this knowledge to to help disease and, and medical research. Uh, th- um, thank you for the question. Yeah, I, I apologize. I did. I do remember reading that it, it's a, a, a nonprofit. So I apologize. Thank you. Um, yes. So, um, right. So fold it is a, it's a computer game, um, that we use to crowdsource, um, our research in protein folding. Um, uh, essentially, um, it understanding the structure of proteins is essential to understanding how those proteins contribute to biology, um, how those proteins carry out their normal functions, uh, how that can go wrong and how we can think about fixing that, how we can design drugs to, to fix, um, dysfunctional proteins or or uh, the proteins in viruses like the coronavirus circulating right now. Um, so by playing fold it, uh, you can you can contribute in several different ways depending on uh, the kinds of puzzles and the kinds of research that that we're doing at the time. Uh, right now we have some very exciting puzzles where folded players can design a protein 
that might act as an antiviral against the coronavirus. And so can, um, can you get, can you give us like a, uh, I, I know I read that blurb at the beginning, but sort of like if you had to give a couple sentences on the game, it's a game, it's a, it's a puzzle game involving proteins and, and how would you kind of summarize it? Yeah, that's right. It's a, um, it is, it's a, it's a protein folding game. So we rely on gamers to, to fold up proteins into a, into a realistic uh, structure, a physically plausible structure. Um, and this is a really tough problem uh, for computational biologists um, who've been working on this problem for, for decades. Um, uh, part of the problem is it's just, um, it's a, it's, there's a vast space of solutions. There are too many different solutions for us to enumerate on a computer. So we rely on the intuition and spatial reasoning of, um, of, of humans, of game players. Um, and you don't have to know anything about biochemistry or proteins. Um, all of that is taken care of by the game. Uh, you just have to learn the basic tools and how to use them, and you can become an effective folder player. So is this is the reason why young students or game players that are jumping in is the reason why they're able to contribute so effectively and, and we'll come back to some of the su- success stories in a second but is the reason why is because they're avid game players because they have heightened spatial reasoning skills due to the fact that they they do spend this much time gaming or things like that um you know i don't think so a lot of our um a lot of our folded players um are not your typical gamers uh to be honest so um we do think that the, the advantages we get from folded game players are kind of their qualities that are innate in, in all humans, um, kind of just the ability to think about big picture problems and, and that sort of thing. It's just what's fascinating to me and what, what is difficult for me to wrap my head around is the fact that you're getting viable uh, solutions that otherwise couldn't have been formulated or maybe would have been difficult to formulate with just people that are coming on to play a game. That's what blows my mind. Uh, and, and that's what I think is incredible. And I know one of the success stories, and I'm sure there's been a lot more. OK, this is just one of the videos I saw that there was a, a major discovery having to do with. <clears throat> excuse me, enzymes related to HIV or AIDS. Can you, can you elaborate on that a little bit? Sure. Um, yeah, so that was a project back in 2011. Um, we were studying a virus related to HIV. Um, this is actually a monkey virus. Um, but a lot of times when we study um, proteins in humans, we also like to study related diseases um, in, in other animals because uh, it helps our understanding. But anyway, this um, this particular protein was of uh, it was pretty important for for understanding of this protease, which is um, uh, an enzyme used in HIV and, and similar viruses. Um, and scientists had been working on this for you know for years, trying to figure out the structure of this protease. Um, and we gave it to folded players and, and said, "Hey, can you can you try to fold up this this protein and figure out how this protein might fold in real life?" Um, and they did in a matter of a couple of weeks, folded players solved it. Um, and that was, uh, that was really helpful for, um, for understanding this virus. And, and a lot of those, uh, conclusions could be, um, uh, could be extrapolated into, to HIV research. That's, that's incredible. Again, and so I know you said that, uh, that was several years ago. T- tell us about some of the other interesting, uh, uh, uh we might say breakthroughs or revelations that have occurred as a result of folded players, just some that, that pop into your mind that are especially, especially memorable. Yeah, no folded players have contributed to, um, to a few different projects over the years. They, um, they helped redesign a designed protein enzyme. Um, 
at one point they did they uh, they discovered a, a new algorithm for um, for how to fold proteins. So something that we could kind of take back to our computational methods. Um, and then most recently, um, Foldit players have been designing new proteins from scratch, uh, which is a really difficult problem. And that's um, that's kind of the success that we've been building off of uh, for the, the new coronavirus puzzles. Okay, let's talk about coronavirus. So people are now, you, you, you know, you have this platform, you have have this way for people to interact and maybe contribute. What's what's new in you know the puzzles that have been been solved and you know are there any leads in terms of development of something related to a, a vaccine or treatment or so on yes um so in the in the coronavirus puzzles um we are presenting folded players with a viral protein that is found on the surface of coronavirus and this is a protein that is important for how coronavirus infects your cells um, and we're challenging folded players to design a new protein that could stick to this coronavirus viral spike and stop it from infecting human cells. Um, and such a protein could be useful as an antiviral, as a, as a kind of therapeutic that could be um, administered to someone who's, who's been infected um, or who's been exposed to coronavirus. And can you give us any updates? How's, how's it going? Are, we, are you guys getting close to some viable solutions? How's that coming? Um, yes. No. So we've been running this um, challenge for a few weeks now. We are in week five, um, uh, so we've already we've already gotten some great ideas from Foldit players, and um, we've selected our first set to test in the lab. Um, so we're taking our, our best designs from Foldit players, and we will manufacture those design proteins uh, at the UW Institute for Protein Design, and we can test to see if those proteins actually stick to the coronavirus spike. This is just unreal to me. It blows my mind. And are, are you know, can you give me, can you give any details on the folks that, that solve these puzzles? I mean, are they, are they high school students, middle school students? Uh, you know, what, do you have any of those, of those statistics? Um, we don't have great statistics on our users. Um, we know that they come from all over. They are worldwide. Uh, they are all ages. Um, anyone can play fold it. You really, it's hard to, hard to put our players in a box. I think that this is, this is just incredible. This is blowing my mind. So hopefully, uh, people out there are listening and maybe, maybe you want to, uh, what would you like for people listening, even myself, if I'm thinking, Hmm, maybe I want to check this out and be a part of the solution. What does it take to be uh, a good folded player or is there even such a thing as a good folded player? I mean, what, you know, do you just recommend people, people do it or is it people with a certain knack for spatial reasoning? Um, that's a good question. I think, um, I think you just have to check it out and see if it's for you. Um, for some people it's, uh, it's really tough. It's not, um, it's, it's not always an easy game to play. Um, but for some, some people, it just clicks and they can look at these proteins and, uh, and it, it really gets into them. I, w- um, I will also say that we have a great community of Foldit players. So um, we have uh, forums online and a chat and a Discord server. And uh, all of the Foldit players are very helpful. They're always happy to onboard new people and new players and, um, and help people get started. All right. Very cool. And do you have any thoughts? I mean, you seem like someone who's super in the know in terms of developments with coronavirus. Do you have any thoughts in terms of uh, when maybe the, the quarantine might be lifted or, or, or is that even something that you don't don't want to dabble with or, or make predictions about? 
Yeah, I'm really not qualified to say. Um, I, I, I will say that even for the work we're doing in Foldit um, on, on these kind of antivirals, this is the uh, this is the very first step in drug discovery. So even if Foldit players discover a protein tomorrow that, that looks promising, um, that would still need to go lots of tests for safety and efficacy in animals and then in humans. And those kinds of tests take time. Right. And what, what kind of timeline is that? Is that years usually? Um, yes, at, at like uh, I'm sure you've heard on the news, best case scenario for getting a drug through clinical trials is like 12 to 18 months, um, and usually it's longer than that. Got it. All right. Well, this is still so very, very cool and very interesting, and I love how it is using essentially crowdsourcing to get people involved and to make real change and real impact, especially in, in these very difficult times. Uh, so if people want to learn about Foldit, participate in Foldit, uh, you know, e- even just learn about it as opposed to playing or if they want to play how can they do that uh check out our website it's https fold.it and they also have a youtube channel i've checked that out they have a lot of great videos there as well just if even if you're just curious to to learn more about it so i I definitely would would recommend that as well just go to youtube and search for fold it Uh, thank you so much for coming on today i really appreciate it and guys if you missed any of that information well it's a web it's a it's a podcast so you can always rewind but if you don't want to rewind you can go to our website at scalarlearning.com just go to the podcast section search for this episode and all that information will be in the write-up section and also make sure to follow us on youtube as well just go to youtube search for scalar learning and instagram as well we got math memes and infographics on the regular every day uh i just made a if you guys seen tiger king i just made a crazy graph an ode to uh, joe exotic which which took me all day but it, but it's pretty funny so check that out uh and make sure to check back for new episodes of the scale it learning podcast thank you so much for joining and i'll see you next time take it easy scale learning give me that scale